0: Wild dropped the puck tonight against the Dallas Stars, the first place team in the Central Division, as they struggle through a seven-game home stand with a 1-2-1 rec- record after a disappointing 3-2 loss two nights ago to the Colorado Avalanche. Lots to talk about today, so we're going to hit a bunch of things quick. Before we move forward, let's look back. The 3-2 loss to the Avs, plain and simple. They outshot the Avs 2-1. to They did everything offensively but... Get the puck in the back of the net. They did score two goals, but it wasn't nearly enough when you had the goaltending of Marc-Andre Fleury, who quite frankly was responsible for all three goals. Yes, there were some defensive breakdowns that led to the shots, but quite frankly, uh, any NHL goalie has to make two of those three stops and, uh, lately, Gus and what we used to know of Flower would make all three of those stops on the goals that the AF scored. Very troubling game for a variety of reasons. It was yet another game where the team couldn't score five on five. Um, it was also a game where the night before the Avalanche had a game at home. They got to the hotel in St. Paul at 3 or 4 in the morning on game day. They played the same goalie the Avs did that they did the night before. So they, the, the Avs goalie was playing back-to-back. They didn't have Cale McCarr. They didn't have Landis Cog. They didn't have Eric Johnson. And there was another player or two who wasn't in the lineup. And the Avs got outshot something like 40-19. to 19. And the Avs beat the Wild 3-2. to Very concerning loss when, when it was as it, close to a must-win as you'd have in the middle of February. But again, tonight's the same thing. So what we know about looking forward to tonight, they're playing the first-place team, the Dallas Stars. I'm not going to lie to you. They're not trying to get first place. This isn't a Central Division collision. This is a team that knows where it's going versus a team that's on the cusp of missing the playoffs for only the second time in nine years. So the Wild are on the brink, and Bill Guerin doesn't even know if their buyers are sellers right now. That's how bad it's gotten. More on that a little later. I didn't even tell you who I am. You've come here. You know this is the Wild Minute with Troy. This is where you come to get your quick hits leading into and coming out of the games. We have it for you. Thanks for joining us. You found me on Spotify. Love, like, listen, share. Do what you need to do to get more people to listen to our quick hits. But for your wild news, this is the place to come. Now, back to today's news. The Wild, as expected, they recalled Adam Beckman from, from Des Moines to try to add a little more punch to the lineup. That will make Sam Steele a uh, healthy scratch, which no big deal there. So here's the lines for tonight. You got Caprizov Hartman, and Zuccarello. They'll be uh, the, the top line. It's the – actually – if I slow down for a second, Kaprizov has been on the ice for every wild goal in the last four games. That's how much trouble this team has had scoring. Now back to the line. Second line. This is the one where it gets interesting. Beckman slides in into left wing. Eriksson Eck is the center and Boldy is the right wing. Now Beckman is the second leading scorer on the Iowa wild. Um, You've heard ad nauseum how much I want Sam Walker up here simply because Walker made the Boldy line go for those four games he was up earlier this year. But apparently Billy and Dean don't like something in Sammy Walker's game, and they're going to bring up Beckman. Personally, I'm almost at a point, almost at a point, where I'd call up Rossi, Beckman, and Sammy Walker, and let's get to next season. Let's start getting those guys experience. And, uh, you know, trust me, the big rig could sit out a game or two, and there's plenty of others that could follow suit as well. So anyhow, X centering the Beckman-Boldy line, that's the second line. The third line, once known as the identity line, of course Marcus Felino's hurt and he's on the shelf. Goudreau will center the third line with big rig on the left and Brandon Duhame on the right. I don't know how you can keep benching Dumba and now Kalen Addison. We'll get that to get more into that in a second. How you can keep benching those two and Greenway gets a free pass? I, I I don't understand it. Greenway took three penalties two games ago and he's right back in the lineup the other night. And he looked quite frankly the other night like he was gliding around on a Sunday skate out in the municipal ice arena where it's uh, just uh, skating to the oldies. So I I don't understand unless. They don't want to take Greenway out of the lineup because they might trade him. But then why did they do the same thing to Dumba? Why did they keep Dumba out two games earlier, about three weeks ago on that East Coast road trip? The moves right now are, are not making sense. And I'll get to even yet another one of those in a second. So again, Goudreau centering Greenway and Duhame on the third line. The fourth line, it is what it is. Dewar centering Shaw and Reeves. So... Goose drew in because the wild bench Kalen Addison two nights ago against Colorado. They're not happy with his defensive structure. So they send him a message for the second time in about four weeks. Okay, fair enough. Goose gives up a goal, the first goal of the game. Uh, so he, he, he fell back so far outside that the skater went inside and all of a sudden we had a guy uncovered and they scored a goal. So Goose, it wasn't like Goose played lights out last night, but guess what? Or two nights ago, but guess what? Goose is back. Goose is playing again tonight. Kalen Addison, the quarterback of the power play, on a team that can't score, is being benched for a second straight game to send a message to the defenseman so he plays better structure. Meanwhile, we're playing a seventh defenseman, and God bless him. I love Goose, but he's not Kalen Addison. He's not our future I mentioned this to someone earlier this morning. The only explanation, and I still don't think it merits risking a game over, is they think they might be able to trade Goose, so they got to keep him in the lineup for a couple of games so scouts can see what he has to offer at this point. But I guess if that's the case, it kind of tells you where the Wild are, folks. They're uh, getting ready to move some assets. I don't think they're getting ready to acquire assets to make a move because if they did that... uh, I don't think Kalen Addison would be um, a healthy scratch for the second straight game. Think about this. Just let me contrast this one more time. They're upset with his defense, but he's the quarterback of the first power play, a key cog. He does great up at the point, a scorer. He helps the power play roll, which actually the power play had been doing quite well for the last eight or 10 games. And they take him out of the lineup when this team can't score five on five. It makes no sense. So a lot of head-scratching moves here by – I I won't say Dean. I won't say Billy. I think it's a collaboration of two. But what we know is the Wild, 3-7-1 in their last 11, 1-2-1 in the seven-game homestand, face another must-win tonight. They got to get her done. I did tease that we're going to talk about whether the Wild are buyers or sellers – We're going to save that for tomorrow. We're already at seven and a half minutes, and we like to get you in and out and get you ready for the next game ahead. So I'm going to wrap this up. But again, this is Wild Minute with Troy. I'm on Spotify. Love, like, listen, share. You got a question email me at wildminutewithtroy at gmail.com. That's wildminutewithtroy at gmail.com. On off days, we'll read the uh, questions and answer some of those things uh, on our next pod. So again, Wild, 3-7-1 in their last 11, taking on the first place Dallas Stars. And let's not forget, Lakeville's Jake Ottinger is in net, probably the best goalie of the the season, best goalie in the league this season. It's going to be a tough road to hoe, Hopefully the Wild come out with the energy they did the other night, and hopefully they start finding the back of the net. We know where, You know where the standings are. Wild, The Wild are in the eighth position. They're tied with the same amount of points as the Calgary Flames, but Calgary is ninth. Calgary lost last night to the New Jersey Devils. The Wild have a game in hand. Tonight's the game in hand. If the Wild lose... They stay tied at 61 points, but they cling to that uh, eighth-place spot. It would be nice for the Wild to win, get those two points, and get a little bit of space between you and the Calgary Flames. There's only four games on the docket tonight, so no scoreboard watching. um, Other than the uh, L.A. Kings are at the Anaheim Ducks. The Kings are bouncing between the third spot in the Pacific and the other Wild card. So obviously, you're going to be cheering for the Ducks tonight and hope the Kings lose. This is Troy. This is your wild minute. It's go time, folks. It's do or die for the wild. Which direction are they going? Are they going to go? We'll find out tonight at the XL Energy Center. We'll talk to you.